Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Aaron Rodgers, Jets, power rankings. Get your sports hat on. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Oh, here we go. It looks like we're on the doorstep. We're on the porch. We're knocking on the door. We're ringing the doorbell. We're looking in the window. We're on the precipice of Aaron Rodgers, New York Jet. J-E-T-S, Jet, Jet, Jet. You look like an idiot saying that. Jeanette, that guy. Just as much as it sounded. This guy is going to be so annoying. I'm talking about Stone Lebanowitz, not Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be so annoying. Both. As a fake Jet fan, like he's a fake Lakers fan because of LeBron, because this guy, in the most Gen Z, annoying Gen Z way possible, is a fan of athletes and not teams. Oh, I hate that. It makes my skin crawl. Gangrene, Jet Mafia. I got to figure out which one works best for me <laughs> as I make this adventure. What, what, what's, what's best for Stone? <laughs> what, what fan hashtag is he going to use? Gangrene or Jet? What's the other one? Jet Mafia, Jet Up. You know, there's That's a bunch not a of them. thing. You can't steal that from the Bills. It's Bills Mafia. Of course, you would co opt something from a division rival, you sports fan hack. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, New York Jet. It looks like it's on the horizon. As if New Yorkers aren't annoying enough. Here we go with their most annoying team. And I make fun of Knicks fans, Jeanette, but let's be honest. The Jets fans are the most annoying New York fan base. I think we can all agree on that. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, just just false confidence. Uh, It makes so much sense that Stone is on the precipice, as you said, on being one as well. I think kind of it was meant to be at this point then. Yeah, just meathead. Meathead meeting meatheads. Yes, yeah. Stone, I think Jets are where you belong. Yeah, blue collar, you know, hardworking, grimy, grinder oh kind of guys. God. I agree and with no, you guys. I appreciate that too. Not. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Blue, blue collar. St- All right, whatever. You are such an, you are unbelievable. You are feeding into every single reputation, like false, uh, like poorly placed reputation of, of a Jets fan. But, uh, the, the 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 Jets are going to once again go the route of a departing, angst-ridden Packers quarterback. Incredible. It, it looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet. It's not official yet, but prepare yourself, people. Put on your seatbelt and put your tray tables up because you're on the Aaron Rodgers is a Jet Jet. <clears throat> Not great. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3. That was really terrible. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker at a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the uh, unbelievably uncomfortable for mid-March intracoastal, which means it'll be stinky soon. Uh, Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights Radio Life Partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. He is present in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Jeanette Javier, she is pumped. 
hyped about her World Baseball Classic. Her fellow Dominicans taking to the diamond, and she is the Dominican queen in her regular throne here on a Thursday. Hi, G. Hola. Win one already in the bag last night. Wasn't it an exhibition, or was that a real thing? Doesn't matter. It's still a win. Oh, my God. Okay. It's a little taste. Jean- Jeanette's uh, <laughs> the same type of person that when the Bucks win a preseason game. Here we go. Here no, we no, go. No, 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 no. Focus on Stone being the meathead. <laughs> and let me enjoy. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 That's going to get so We'll just be the most annoying fans ever. I can just see Stone LeBanowitz sitting next to Fireman Ed at MetLife Stadium. Wait, didn't Fireman Ed retire from that because they were doing so bad? I'm being serious. I'm not being an I don't know. Fireman Ed tends to make everything about himself. I think he's tried to he's tried to be the victim of Jets fans being mean to him for quite some time and said he would retire, but I think he was back. I think he has since returned to whatever title he holds as the official Jets dope. Uh, him and his stupid fireman helmet. Uh, and then me, I'm Ken Levick. I'm at a random Hilton in Frisco, Texas, uh, about five minutes away from the Cowboys practice facility, speaking of dopes, uh, for the Conference USA Tournament quarterfinals. FAU plays tonight against Western Kentucky. Okay, uh, so let me read to you uh, from Diana Russini, ESPN reporter. She has been on top of the Aaron Rodgers saga. Who's going to acquire Aaron Rodgers? Will he stay in Green Bay? Is he going to uh, lower himself into a cave once again? Who knows? Diana Russini with the following early this morning, 6.35 a.m. Eastern Time, and she tweets, In the wake of an extensive in-person meeting between Aaron Rodgers and New York Jets brass, including owner Woody Johnson, there's optimism in the Jets organization that they're on the brink of landing the future Hall of Fame quarterback. Sources close to the situation tell ESPN. While optimism existed before the California meeting, Woody Johnson felt it was important to meet in person, sources said. Johnson left the meeting excited and satisfied about the potential match. As the Jets internally are working under an optimism that this will happen. The Jets and Packers remain engaged in conversations about compensation and contract, sources said. Those conversations already started before the meeting. And so now, we wait to see if the Jets can close a deal to bring a future Hall of Famer from Green Bay to New York. End of four-tweet thread that featured four, count them, four uses of the word optimism. Jeanette, we are here. It looks like it's Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets quarterback, and let the speculation begin. Let the hype train begin. Let the hype jet take off. Ooh, uh, There we go. That was a little bit of a redemption from earlier. But, Jeanette, um, you're going to be hearing a lot about New York Jets Super Bowl contenders. I'm already annoyed. I'm with you. I'm with I'm you. Already, but- I'm looking at Stone, who's rubbing his hands, having like a very, like, Later, later he's going to be probably rubbing something mind. else. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's going to have a very passionate moment. <laughs> Already did it. The mere thought didn't even need uh, any sort of stimulation. And yes. this is not even a dude from New York who probably has never been to New York. Lived in New York for a year. Yeah, he sure did. Oh, never mind. But I saw videos of it, right, Stone? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Okay. But this is just a small disgusting taste of what we're going to have to deal with. Oh, man, you are are going to, I mean, we are going to be overwhelmed with Jets hype. Here's the thing, too. Here's the difference from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, You guys are our babies. This was quite some time ago. Uh, Jeanette probably remembers it more than Stone. But back in 2008, the Brett Favre deal happened in training camp. 
It happened in training camp. All of that came together. And so the timeline of Jets acquire Brett Favre, Chad Pennington uh, let go, and then uh, the Dolphins come in and salvage him. There wasn't, there, there was an expedited, um, an expedited surge of hype train for what Brett Favre was going to bring the Jets. Like, it was suffocating. It was front-page news for days and days and days. The Jets, with Brett Favre, opened the Favre era with a win over the Dolphins down here in South Florida. But that was a fleeting Burst a a uh, you know how the uh, the sun has those those uh, gas explosions those solar uh, jets that then propel uh, these particles towards the earth. Yeah, me and, and Jeanette definitely do. Yeah, it screws sure. up our electronics. It was like that. It was very 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 a solar storm. It was very brief oh. but powerful. Okay, that's what, that's what Stone and I were exactly saying. Yeah. Uh, back into studio. Yeah, a yeah, solar yeah. storm. Yeah, don't worry. We're going to talk about uh, Mercury and its contributions to the solar system in uh, just a, a couple of minutes. Uh, Bring back Pluto. Pluto's a planet. Pluto is not a planet, by it's the way. It's not. Come on. What a worthless piece of rock. Um, but then, boo, <laughs> Pluto, boo. Um, but that this is going to be just a sustained insanity inducing hammer to your temple. Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, New York Jets. Super Bowl contenders, and you're going to hear it over and over and over again, not for two weeks like with Favre, but over the course of six months with Aaron Rodgers in the bag before the season starts. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet. And again, according to Diana Rossini, there is optimism, 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 optimism that it's going to happen. Diana Rossini, find another word for optimism, encouragement, encouraging. Maybe just maybe go that route, Diana. Don't let me be the one to tell you how to do your job, but please find another word for optimism. That said, it's already started to seep into the pores of the worldwide leader. Up there in Bristol, it is a green slime. Lime, right, and it is, it is, it is oozing under the doors, and chances are, uh, it has taken some, uh, uh, some, some, some mushrooms, right, and it's walked on, 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 on burning hot coals, and it's stuck bark between mm. its fingernails. Uh, it's, Ouch. it's, it's Aaron Rodgers ooze, and it's starting to seep into guys like Keyshawn Johnson. He keeps it real, you know, he keeps it real. Keyshawn Johnson every day, him Max. Kellerman, J. Will, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette, I want you to listen closely because Keyshawn Johnson, Keyshawn Johnson, Keyshawn Johnson, Keyshawn Johnson has been infected, infected by this Aaron Rodgers hype ooze that is going through the AC units there in Bristol. Listen to this this morning. It was Keyshawn Johnson here on ESPN 106.3 handicapping the AFC East. One, Aaron Rodgers ain't passing no $58 million. I don't give a damn what nobody try to tell us, okay? I don't want to hear that no more about Aaron Rodgers might retire. And that's not at you, Shefty. It's just in the universe. And then, secondly, Garrett Wilson certainly says a lot about the quarterbacks on the roster right now. Now let's talk about Garrett Wilson and this offense if they get Aaron Rodgers. They will become my favorite team in the AFC East because when I look at the AFC East, because I played for them. Leslie Frazier's not there as a defensive coordinator anymore. What's going to happen up there? Can they retool the defense? Can they get another wide receiver? Now in Miami, when you look at the Miami Dolphins, 
with the health of Tua, yep. what's going on in Miami. Then, yeah, the, the New England Patriots is always a team that you got to watch out for. Bill O'Brien comes from Alabama to run the offense and try to get Mac Jones to become what they thought he would be when they drafted him. That's a lot. I know for sure that Aaron Rodgers can play quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers probably would be the best quarterback in the division, surpassing Josh uh, Allen if he was enjoying the Jets. The ooh. Jets go to the playoffs, they win the division. Ooh-wee. He completely ignored the Bills, I feel like. Now nah, he just uh, because he, he, he doesn't mentioned. actually he doesn't really have a good argument against the Bills. That's what I'm saying. So it's <laughs> right. just easy it's just easy to say, Oh, Leslie Frazier left when Bills fans have rejoiced Leslie Frazier leaving at least for this year as defensive coordinator. Um and uh, that way he can just say, Ah, Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Never mind the fact that Keyshawn Johnson is you know, a, a, a jet. He was a jet by trade. I'm sure that has nothing to do with this, right? Mm-mm. Um but but uh, the the Jets are the favorites in the AFC East. The Jets with Aaron Rodgers. Um, just a little bit of a reminder, folks. Uh, Skylar Thompson went one and one against the Jets this year. Skylar Tom, let me repeat that. Skylar Thompson went one and one against the New York Jets this year. One and one, meaning yes, one loss, but also meaning one win. Skylar Thompson Who? went one and one against the Jets, the Dolphins' third string quarterback. The fact that we are, I understand being excited about young receivers and a young corner in Sauce Gardner, who, by the way, yes, he won Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, but he also got away with the most defensive holds of any player in football. Okay, just look at the film. Just look at the film. Um, I understand being excited about them, but you're going to have Aaron Rodgers going to a place that has been deficient on offense for the entire time Robert Sala has been there. And now they're banking on Nathaniel Hackett, who is the OC in a Matt LaFleur system in Green Bay that Aaron Rodgers loves so much, coming to the Jets after Nathaniel Hackett was one of the single worst head coaches who didn't even last a full first season as a head coach with the Denver Broncos, now trying to reclaim his name. Okay. So spare me the favorites in the AFC East when you still have... Josh Allen dump trucking defenders and throwing the ball 75 yards. A 2-0 win healthy offense that's top five in passing in the NFL with the most electrifying receiver and receiver duo in the NFL. Spare me this. Oh, Aaron Rodgers makes the Jets the best team in the AFC. Stop it. Okay, so let's. uh, We're going to neglect to talk about the success between Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers. In Green Bay, we want to cherry pick and use what he's done in Denver. Good job, Coach LaFleur. Illegal move. Illegal move. You shouldn't have done that because Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, statistically, as a duo, have been one of the most efficient combinations from an OC to a quarterback perspective. And also, also, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, although it will be annoying. It will be extremely annoying. There's a few things that I'm because looking at. Because of you. And there's a few things I'm looking at. If I remember correctly, last season, let's go a la, what's the month after September? Is it October? October. October. The Jets are 7-3. and three. to a good start, Stone. The Jets uh-huh. are 7-3. and three. Uh-huh. Ken Levick, go on. In, in that chair right there, Jeanette. It's in empty. Mike number empty. one spot, although he's not with us, was saying, this Jets team is good. I'm scared. This is a really good Jets team. They have, I don't think I said I was scared They of have them. all of the pieces that they need, right? A really well-constructed defense, some young talent, 
And we're going to try to talk about how they're not going to be exponentially better with arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play our game. He's going to be, if he is wearing that green jersey, the greatest quarterback that's ever played football in New York. And we're going to not talk about why they're a problem. Their odds, as of this morning, have gone from plus 700 to win the AFC East to plus 250 to win the AFC East. They are dangerous. They're looming, unlike the Miami Heat. I mean, it's tough. I know it's going to be annoying, and I'm definitely going to be the head of the snake, but I don't know how we're fighting the power here. Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform with all the pieces around him, they're dangerous. Are the Jets going to be improved with Aaron Rodgers? The answer to that is yes. Do they automatically become the best team in the AFC East? Jeanette, the answer to that is a resounding no. Can I, can I say it in Spanish? Sure. No. <laughs> I do like that. One more time. No. No. That's good. It sounds uh, a little more stern than the regular no. Yeah, the Spanish no is uh, much more impactful I uh, just than like, English it, no. It's, it's the no that you hear in the telenovelas. Mm-hmm. It is, um, it, it is expected. I mean, I obviously knew that this jump to crown the Jets was going to happen. Um, but you, can't, you cannot bank off of one exciting rookie season on both sides of the ball. You can't sit here and bank that it is going to be sustained. One, because it's very difficult to, okay? But two, because it's the New York Jets, okay? So it's just like Knicks fans, where there's this exultation, this celebration, this, oh, we're the sixth seed in the East. Oh, we've won nine in a row. Look at us, the mighty Knicks, championship contenders. And then what happens? The league's worst team comes into Madison Square Garden and ends their winning streak. And then what's going to happen eventually? The Knicks, who haven't won a best-of-seven playoff series this millennium, are going to get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. Want to know why? Because they always do. And so that lends to this. Oh, Ken, you're a Dolphins fan. The Dolphins always fail. Yeah, absolutely. I completely acknowledge that. They can't get out of their own way. Stephen Ross tried to get Tom Brady, and in the process, he didn't get Tom Brady, and he lost a first-round draft pick, right? So that's just what the Dolphins do, but I also acknowledge that the Jets are an abject sack of failure as well. Aaron Rodgers will make the Jets, to me, more of a contender in the AFC East, more of a contender in the AFC, but there is no way that I'm going to come out here and say that the Jets are Super Bowl or bust with Aaron Rodgers. And Stone, I promise you, you are going to hear a lot of talkers say that when Aaron Rodgers is traded to the Jets. Oh, we guarantee it, right? I'm not doing that. It's going to be first up, and I will uh, try my hardest if I ever see you kind of leaning in that direction to throw something at you so we don't go there. That's my job. But Yeah, true. true. (laughs) Let G G handle the throwing. G G will handle that. But I want to ask you this, and and, and you know, I I know you're going to think that there's not a lot of substance to this, but I always do, right? I lean towards this. Aren't the Jets favorite against the Dolphins week one if Aaron Rodgers is, is the starting quarterback for them? I would say yes. They are. Yeah, I'd probably yeah, sure. go a line around two and a half points. And when it comes to Buffalo, if they were to play in week one, I could see the Jets being, you know, one or two point dogs as well. So they're what? in contention. They're in, like, you, they're in the conversation. He's on a high right now. He's still having that passionate moment that he had but this morning after the news. It hasn't, go, it hasn't gone down. You see, it's right there. You're it very hasn't gone down. Right now, chill. But what I would say to that, what I would rebut to that, Stone, is last year with the Packers, um, uh, I'm sure that Aaron Rodgers helped them be on the right side of a Vegas line several times in the first month, two months of the season, right? And then what happened is the season progressed. 
that was no longer the case as the Packers started to fall off until the final four or five weeks of the season where they finally picked it back up. But they went from, oh, here come the Packers, Vegas loves them, to by the time we hit mid-October, oh, my God, are these is this team going to make the playoffs? Very the Minnesota true. Vikings are the best team in the division. Like, I'm not arguing with you on that. You're right. Aaron Rodgers does make initially uh, the Jets full strength a favorite over the Dolphins full strength, but it's very, very, very slight. And I'm not going to sit here and proclaim that he is especially better than Josh Allen. Stop it. That Stop was stupid. It. Like, it's stupid if I you mean, say that. You know what that is, Jeanette? That what? is that is trying to take a... St- I, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Don't do not do this. Don't. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, at this age, at this level of his career, coming off of the season that he did with a team that I still need to be proven to can actually run a competent offense? No. No. I'm not going to sit here and say that Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback in a division in the AFC East where Josh Allen lives. Stop it, Jeanette. I'm not going that route. Then you don't because you are a logical, factual-minded football fan right now. How are There's we? There's no emotional bias in you. Go off, Stone. No, but there is emotional bias in Ken. Like, how are we going to let a man piss us off to the point, and I'm not including this We I'm talking to you guys, and a lot of people out there piss this guy off to the point where now we're going against how good he is at quarterback because you— Ken, are the first one to dog Josh Allen, right? He's turnover prone in the red zone. This guy can't close games. He has what to show for being the favorites to win a Super Bowl season after season mm-hmm. after season. Mm-hmm. And I know the same can be said for Aaron Rodgers, but it, it just seems and like... more so. It ju- yeah, and more so to be completely honest. <laughs> right? He had a, a larger sample size. But it just seems like we're getting to a point mm. where he pisses us off so much that we're going to dog him for what no. he does on the field. It's like we're neglecting to talk about how he's a better quarterback than Josh. Like, this isn't... I don't think a conversation right now. I think this has been buried. Like Josh Allen kind of has slid down the ranks a little bit. And we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Like, let's not forget he won an MVP two seasons ago. Oh, yeah, back to back. Like, what he's else right has here. he done with he's... those back to back MVPs? And I think... Outside of that, what has he done? I'm going to get very cool. And you really here. think he's going to be so much start. better? I, I do think he's going to be so much better, right? You're refreshed. You're stepping into a new scene, right? New teammates around you. You got a what? defense. And you got all stepping, of this. He's literally stepping into the light. But I don't understand, based on the New York Jets' offensive track record, what leads you to believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to come in and they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. I mean, what I would say is look to what happened in the exact same situation with a similar age, similar departure from Green Bay with Brett Favre. Training camp is going to be a culture shock for the guys who have been in this offense for two or three seasons. If Daniel Hackett comes in, Aaron Rodgers comes in, they're going to do nothing that they've done in seasons past. They are going to shake the room. Aaron Rodgers is going to sit down and kind of talk about what he's done for 18, 19 seasons and obviously nothing's going to look the same as what they've done with Zach Wilson and Mike White no, and Joe fine. Flacco. Stone, Stone um, pick an NFL uh, statistic. All right, fine. I'll, I'll do it. Uh, completion percentage. Okay? Okay. Where is Aaron Rodgers here? Completion percentage. Uh, how good he is. Uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Stone Labanowitz loves him, says he's the best quarterback in the AFC East. Daniel Jones, 67.2%. Patrick Mahomes, 67.1%. Brock Purdy, 67.1%. Brock- Oh, there's Matt Ryan, 67%. Tom Brady, 66.8%. Andy Mm. Dalton, Mm 66.7%. Jordan Love, 66.7%. Jalen Hurts, 66.5%. Kyler Murray, 
66.4%. Trevor Lawrence, 66.3%. Dak Prescott, 66.2%. Kirk Cousins, 65.9%. Ryan Tannehill, 65.2%. Mac Jones, 65.2%. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa, 64.8%. Aaron Rodgers, 64.6%. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 starting quarterbacks in the NFL last year. Better completion percentage than the AFC East's best quarterback. That's literally Aaron Rodgers. Bottom half of all quarterbacks. In the Who is damn near 40 years old as well. And one of the top paid quarterbacks in the league. Perspective, right? I think he completes more oh, passes than half of the league, right? Depends, you know, which angle you're coming from here. Uh, the angle that he has dropped precipitously from a completion perspective, and, uh, percentage and, standpoint. And, and we'll just do this because when you talk about completion percentage, Jeanette, when you raise your eyebrows and you laugh when Brock Purdy's name is mentioned, here's what you then next go to do when you're looking at statistics. You look at complete or uh, pass attempts. So when you look at pass attempts, typically the person who throws less passes has a higher completion percentage, a la Tua Tungavailoa, who didn't play as many games as Aaron Rodgers. Brock Purdy, who, of course, did not play as many games as Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, who, you know, the list can go on and on and on and on. Right. No, Tom let's Brady do attempts. No, Stone, let's do attempts. Let's do attempts then. Go. Um, it's in front of Ken's face. Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Patrick nice. Mahomes, Kirk Tom Cousins, Brady, Joe Burrow, Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence, Geno Smith, Josh Allen. Oh, there's Aaron Rodgers yes. uh, outside of the top yep. ten. Outside of the top ten. What are you talking about? Gino that Smith doesn't prove your Point. Everybody that you mentioned, you, you you just named the eight, nine best quarterbacks in the entire National Football League. Of course, they throw the ball more than a Green Bay Packers team who went with a you know two running back set offense. Yeah, of course, Joe Burrow, who runs a lot out of an empty. You named the nine best quarterbacks in the league. Those other guys that you named, the Brock Purdy's, the Tua's, all those guys, they're behind Aaron Rodgers because they don't throw as many passes as Aaron Rodgers. Therefore, your completion percentage would be higher. It's like the most two plus two equals four statistic when you're talking about quarterbacks. It makes all the sense in the world. He's always gone through this. Aaron Rodgers does not make the Jets the favorite in the AFC East. He just doesn't. <laughs> Are the Jets going to be improved? Yes. Could they make the playoffs? Absolutely. But I'm curious because when you get Aaron Rodgers and what the Jets are going to give up for Aaron Rodgers, a man who is damn near 40 years old, right? A man who in his free time likes to go down to uh, to Peru and ingest drugs and then vomit uh, and diarrhea <laughs> like all over time. the place. He likes oh, to man, lick toads. Time. He likes to put bark between his fingernails. Uh, he likes to put uh, flaming hot coals over his eyes. Uh, this is a man who lives in caves uh, for four or five days at a time. Uh, this man is being brought to New York to be the savior, the Super Bowl, the missing piece for the Jets. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise because it's probably going to be multiple first-round picks for damn near 40 Aaron Rodgers. That suggests Super Bowl or bust. And that's right. That's, that's Aaron Rodgers. One more time, Stone. Aaron Rodgers coming out of his cave. There it is. I don't know why our production staff decided to make it sound like Aaron Rodgers was popped out of a cave like a cork. I'm not even sure that that is is physically possible. But you know what? Aaron Rodgers coming out of a cave? Thank you. Like a meerkat. I think that... (laughs) Oh, that was so cute. Aaron Rodgers, to me, makes the Jets maybe the ninth, tenth best team in the AFC. They're in that discussion. They're in that discussion. The Jaguars are better. I think you can make an argument for the Dolphins. The Bills are better. Stone just made the ugliest face ever. The Chiefs are better. The Chargers are better. 
Uh, the Bengals are better. They're favored over the half Ravens of the are better. The Ravens are better. I, I'm getting down towards seven, eight now in this spot. So the, the the Titans, the Titans, I think you can make a case are better than the Jets. So for me, for me, the Jets are a seven, eight, ninth best team in the AFC. That is not Super Bowl caliber. Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Where do you rank the Jets now in the AFC? Where do you rank the Jets now in the AFC where it looks like Aaron Rodgers is coming to New York to take over the reins of the quarterback position for Gang Green? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And tweet at us at KLV1063. Jeanette, I think I'm being fair here that... The Jets, who have been outside of the playoff picture for quite some time now, I, I'm acknowledging Aaron Rodgers makes them a playoff team. I think they're a wild card team, but I don't think that they're a Super Bowl team. They're not going to surpass the Chiefs. They're not going to surpass the Bengals. They're not going to surpass the Jaguars. They're not better than the Chargers. Or the Bills. But I, or the Bills. Division. But I think I'm giving them credit. I'm giving them credit by saying, yeah, this makes the Jets a playoff contender, and I think that's reasonable. It's absolutely realistic. Yes, the Jets are automatically better with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. But to go and say that they're going to be conference champs or anything beyond that, not even, I don't think they're going to make it to the AFC conference championship game. So if you're assuming that, like Stone over here and having your moments of passion with this Aaron Rodgers moves, like settle down, sit down, be realistic for a little bit. Chris tweets in, add in all the drops Rodgers gets counted against him, and he'd be at 70%. Come on, dude, you're trolling. Two years ago, he was the MVP. How many does Josh Allen have? Okay, that's fine, but there's always an excuse for Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, oh. People live in denial all the time. There's numbers, always an excuse for Tom Brady. Numbers suffered he because the of go- the drops. Numbers- He's what Aaron Rodgers wants to be, but can never be. Mm. Mm-hmm. He he won a championship with two different franchises, Stone. Like I normally back to like, back four or five years ago, I would have been with Stone on that, but I can no longer fight that battle after he went to the Bucks. And, Here, and, and here's won. my two cents: y'all are the heavy football like X and O's thing. I personally oh heavy. Think- Who are you calling heavy? <laughs> I think <laughs> that the ghost of Brett Favre is ultimately what's sending Aaron Rodgers into this move, or even considering it. I By think the Aaron Rodgers has a huge like motive to be better than Brett Favre. On the field, not off. Brett Favre. I mean, how big trash, of a how big of a legacy flex would that be if Aaron Rodgers went in and did turn the Jets into a winner? Because Brett Favre, the the longest lasting legacy of Brett Favre in New York was uh, sending pictures of his junk to Jen Sturger. That's like it. that's all we remember. It's that's why he stuck with on the field. And by the way, by the way, the ghost of Brett Favre's football past also laundering money in Mississippi allegedly. Um, so so it's always an excuse though. With um, with Aaron Rodgers, oh, the receiver is dropping passes. Oh, uh, the the Packers got rid of Devontae Adams, even though that was partially Aaron Rodgers' fault with that contract. And that was another uh, thing that Stone said that like made me like wince a little bit. He was like, Aaron Rodgers is going to come into that locker room and talk about what he's done for the past 18 se- seasons. Dude, Aaron Rodgers has never been a leader. People have wanted to leave not, the Green Bay Packers we're, we're not, because of him. Wow. Yeah, we're not going to do this, right? A guy who's, you know, I did. we're not going to, we're not going to, no, we don't have to See, do this. We're not going to do this because we're not going to talk about a, a grown ass man who's been the face of the league for like two decades at this point, sharing side by side with Tom Brady, not being a leader. No, he's 
arguably one of the best quarterbacks ever play the sport. MVP, Super Bowl. I mean, he's got it all. It's Aaron Rodgers. What are we doing? Why Here, are we throwing dirt on his name? Jeanette, what I would say, well, no, he's he's trying to put uh, dirt into his <laughs> rectum because it's going to cleanse him. Okay. The, the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans were seven and ten. Really? Are we? Are you kidding me? The Jets were seven and ten with Zach Wilson and Mike White. The Jacksonville Jaguars snuck in at nine and eight. You don't think the seven and ten Jets record last year? And then they won a playoff upon? game. And then they won a playoff game. Aaron Rodgers has ceased to do that for the better part of the last decade now. I mean, come! It is, oh God. Um, but what Stone's I would say, melting. what I would say to that is, I from the outside, yes, it seems like Aaron Rodgers would be bad in the locker room, um, and uh, he wants to talk about chemtrails and he wants to do his whole conspiracy theory thing. But from a football standpoint, while he might be a distraction, I do think when it comes to to digging into football, getting prepared, getting ready for games, that guy is probably a leader in the locker room. I don't, I, I. I can't imagine that it would just be him off to the side. Everything revolves around him, and he knows that, and I think he's a pro. He, he is a football pro, and that's where, but despite all the other stuff, you can, you can make sure that, that uh, and, and be sure, I should say, that he is a leader. Where do the Jets rank in the AFC? Where do the Jets rank in the AFC with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback? And again, nothing official yet. But Diana Rossini, four times, said they're optimistic. The Jets are optimistic that Aaron Rodgers is going to be their quarterback. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's start with George in Delray. What's up, George? Fan of uh, Mr. Rogers, but I'd rather have him than peanut brittle Tua, and I'm a Dolphin fan. No, that's fine. I, I, I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I mean, Tua's, Tua's uh, constant brain slamming against his skull does not make you feel confident that he's going to be able to play a 17-game NFL season. Aaron Rodgers did beat Tua Tungavailoa barely on Christmas Day. Um, but I also would argue that the Dolphins are a more complete team able to win with Tua and do so more consistently than a Jets team that I still think is a little young and a couple of pieces away from Aaron Rodgers making them Super Bowl or bust. Is that fair? I agree. Yeah. There we I go. Agree. So so what I would say, what I would say, George, is just uh, you make a salient point, and yes, I think Aaron Rodgers is better than Tua in a vacuum. What I would say is let let the fact that the Dolphins are still better than the Jets wash over you. Okay? Join my join my parade towards greatness, at least being better than the Jets in this 2023 season. Even if they have Aaron Rodgers and George, appreciate the call. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We'll keep taking your calls. We'll get to your social media as well. But we have a scheduled date with our man, Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, talking some injuries and in particular a man who missed his highly anticipated home debut last night in Phoenix because he tripped and fell trying to dunk a basketball and sprained his ankle. Yes, we're talking about Kevin Durant when we come back. She is Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. It is wild to me. I was thinking about this in the break. How much we talked about the AFC West being the greatest division in terms of collective quarterbacks in the history of the NFL last year, come August. I remember having a specific conversation with Mike Tannenbaum about it. And now, one quarterback got outright released, Derek Carr. One quarterback got his coach fired before the full season was over, Russell Wilson. 
and another quarterback blew a 27-point lead in the playoffs. And then there's one quarterback that won the Super Bowl. <laughs> what the hell, man? See, this is why, like, there's going to be so many people jumping to Super Bowl or bust with the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. Nobody knows bleep about anything. They just don't, did, including me. Did you hear Mike Tannenbaum's Super Bowl prediction about a month ago <laughs> on ESPN West Palm tonight? It should be good. No, no. What did he say? Cyrus Whittig asked him, who's going to win the Super Bowl this season? He hit him with the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> oh, he's been on Justin Herbert. I mean, he loves Justin Herbert. He loves We're going to hold him. him to that. We're going to hold him to that. We're talking, uh, he'll be on tomorrow, by the way, here on Ken Levick Alive. But on now with us is the man who handles all of our injury questions. He is Dr. James Ross, the honorable one, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Dr. Ross joins us here on Ken Levick Alive, his normal weekly spot. Dr. Ross, good to talk to you. And so uh, did you see the highlight of Kevin Durant uh, clumsily tripping falling, spraining his ankle, and uh, sabotaging his home debut in a Phoenix uniform last night? I sure did. It's pretty disappointing for him. Yeah, it sure is. And it's it's disappointing. It's humiliating. I feel badly for him. Um, when it comes to ankles, there's a report this morning from The Athletic that that might cost him the rest of the regular season. There's 13 games left to go, and he might not even make a Suns home debut until the playoffs now. Uh, what are the, the, the grades? When people hear grade one, grade two, grade three, is that how you're, you're determining ankle sprain, the severity of it? What's the difference between a high ankle sprain and a low ankle sprain? How do we decipher all of this? Yeah, those are awesome questions. So for me, I, I like to group ankle sprains into the low ankle sprain and the high ankle sprain okay. because those, those come with different injury patterns and also timing. So the low ankle sprain is your most common ankle sprain, and that looks like the way that his is where the foot kind of went in or what we call an inversion injury. Okay. Um, those are the sprains that are down kind of below the tips of the, the ankle bones on the inside and the outside, which we call the malleolus. And those typically, you know, those can those can have return to plays of even just like a week. So it really just depends on how severe it is. Um, as far as grade one, two, three, we don't really talk about that too much for the low ankle sprains. We just talk more about how many of the, in, the, the uh, ligaments that could potentially have gotten injured. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes an appearance before playoffs for some limited time, but they may more just kind of save him to recover it as much as possible to near 100% before he really comes back to full time. So that's that's the low ankle sprain. The high ankle sprain tends to be the, the ligaments that are between the tibia and the fibula, which are the long bones in the lower leg. And those mm-hmm. are the ones that take a lot longer to heal because it's a lot higher of an energy. And they can, t- they can take upwards of six weeks to have a full, full return. With the high ankle sprain, Dr. Ross, are those more contact injuries? Are those uh, are those non how Because I, we've all had the sprained ankle. You're playing basketball, and you're like, oh, God, I just sprained my ankle. And then what you'll do is you'll play a couple more minutes, and then inevitably you take a step, and you step on the outside of your foot, and it re-sprains your ankle, and then it gets you mad, and you're in pain, and you're hopping around. I hate that. Um, the high ankle sprain, what is the most common reason for that? Yeah, those are usually more contact because they, okay. they require a lot more energy. So usually what will happen is the foot gets caught and there's there's usually like an external rotation to the ankle, meaning the foot kind of rotates out to the side. Um, if it's your right foot, the toes just kind of 
rotate out in a clockwise direction. Huh. And when you do that, it just transmits all this energy up the leg in between those two bones and starts tearing and stretching out the inner osseous membrane, which are the, the ligaments between the two. Um, and that usually requires, like, another body on top of you to twist you and, and have that amount of energy. Doc, I've heard this a lot um, through my playing career, playing football, and, 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 you know, kind of growing up doing a bunch, that a lot of the times ankle sprains can be more painful than a fracture. You know, is that, is that typical in senses like this? Like, you hear that about that all the time? Um, not so much for low ankle sprains, but high ankle sprains, absolutely. I mean, high ankle sprains can very much present like it is a fracture. Usually the test that I like to do on the sidelines when I'm covering a game to try to figure out what it is, is I have the athlete get off the, the exam table, stand on the foot that got injured on one leg, and try to hop. It's the hop test. And if, if they can hop on the foot without kind of significant pain or falling or collapsing down, that's usually a good sign that they didn't break anything. But if they can barely stand on one foot, uh, for me, I take them right back to the locker room and get an x-ray just to be sure. So, Dr. Ross, let's say that uh, Jeanette on Saturday, she's at the World Baseball Classic game between the Dominican Republic and Venezuela, right? And she's doing her thing. She's excited to see the DR, mm -hmm. and she's yelling loudly in Spanish, and she's high-fiving people. Mm -hmm. And then she doesn't see a stare in front of her, and uh, she, she sprains her ankle very badly, and the pain starts to set in maybe the, the morning after, after the alcohol wears off uh, from the, uh, the night before. How should, how should Jeanette then treat said ankle? So the rice treatment is really the best for for any sort of ankle sprain. So that's the rest, ice, compression, and elevation. Okay. And the other thing is that actually early motion helps out too. So before we used to try to mobilize these things, not let them move, thinking that we'd heal better, but actually it ends up with stiffer ankles. So we encourage people to start writing the letters of the alphabet with their toes um, as huh. kind of like a, a physical therapy, you just say, okay, go home and, and go through the alphabet a couple times, you know, each day. And that usually helps keep the ankle moving. That's so funny because I'm literally doing that right now. That's actually really, really fun. <laughs> I like that. I really, really like that. Uh, Dr. Ross, by the way, what is your uh, prediction for FAU and Western Kentucky Conference USA quarterfinals tonight? Oh, they're gonna they're gonna do well. They're gonna make it to the next round. That's right, FAU rolling here in Frisco. Doctor Ross, appreciate you. Thank you so much for uh, uh, really really good insight here, uh, based off of Kevin Durant and his uh, freak injury last night. We'll talk to you next week, okay? All right, take care. Go Owls. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Ross. By the way, Stone, what is that line? What is that line on FAU Western Kentucky right now? Quarterfinals Conference USA Tournament FAU at 28-3 overall on the year. The boys in Boca are favored by 10 and a half. Ooh, let's go, let's go, let's go. Dr. James Ross brought to you by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. You experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist to South Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist South Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Jeanette, did you see the, the Kevin Durant injury last night? Did you see what happened to him? 
Negative. So he is in pregame warm-ups. There's not even that many people on the floor, right? This, this was no. Stone. This was early, early warm-ups for Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't even uh, them out there as a full team. And he goes to either uh, go for a layup or a dunk. He's coming from the left of the rim, and then he stumbles, and then he jumps, and then he comes down awkwardly, and he sprains his ankle. He immediately, you know that something bad happened, and he comes out in a boot then, and he misses his home debut in a son's uniform because he, just by himself, warming up, sprained his ankle, jumping. I just saw the video. Now, how, it's Yeah, it does not look... It does not look good. No. Um, it, it did get me thinking about the dumbest injury that I've ever suffered. And uh, there were a lot of them, trust me. But I think when I was in, in junior high, do you know what an earth ball is? Did you ever play with an earth ball? It's like a huge rubber ball, and you push it or you kick it. I mean, it's a massive, huge rubber ball. Okay, it, it, boomer. It's, it's, it's like three times the size of a medicine ball. I think that's probably the or uh, uh, no no what do they call those balls in the workout room? Um, mm. That you, a Swedish ball Ooh. or a Swedish meatball? I, don't I know. I'm I am struggling. Uh, oh, I'm struggling here as far as uh, oh god, you an, guys. an Earth ball. It, okay, well just Google it. Okay? I am Google it. And what do they call it? It's oh, like a yoga ball. It's literally a ball with the Earth on it. What are you okay. talking about? Well, they're, they're big. They're big. They're big, gigantic things. Anyways, here's the story. I went to go push it, and then someone kicked the earth ball into my finger and broke my finger in two places. There. That's the dumbest injury. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad we had to sift through all of that to get to that terrible payoff. Uh, Jared is in West Palm. Jared's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jared? Jared just left us as uh, we were sure. speaking. I'm sure. I'm he sure probably he got really annoyed by that fantastic earth ball story. I like, like, as, well. as soon as you said Jared... He dropped. <laughs> All right, you guys have never heard of an earth ball before? Negative. <sighs> I've never, like, it's literally a ball look, with an earth on it. Look, I want, you to, I want you to go Google earth ball game. Google earth ball game, and then you're going to see it's a gigantic damn ball. And kids are oh, pushing it, it around and kicking it along. See, that's, that size of ball is what was kicked into my finger and broke my finger. Oh. Okay? I'm sorry. There. Um, sorry, Jared, for uh, for boring you. So, uh, what is what what? Where did the Jets? Where did the Jets rank in the AFC with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback? Where did the Jets rank in the AFC with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback? It looks like it's probably, almost definitely, going to happen. I have the Jets no higher than eight ahead of the Jets, even with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. I have the Chiefs. I have the Ravens. Uh, Lamar's obviously got to play. The Chargers, the Bills, the Jags, the Bengals. I still have the Dolphins ahead of them as well. Full-strength Dolphins better than full-strength Jets. Sorry. Where do you rank the Jets? Where do you rank the Jets in the AFC with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Let's go to Nick in West Palm. What's going on, Nick? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Uh, this is Nick that works from Amazon, so I hope you all have a beautiful day. Hey, Nick. Nick thank appreciate you for what you. you do. You sent me probably three packages, the, like, literally within the last week. Thank you. Welcome back, Nick. No problem whatsoever. All right, guys. So what was the question again? Because I, I got caught up with, I thought I was going to let y'all know the uh, dumbest injury that I've ever had. Yeah, give it to us. All right. So just like you, 
about junior high, probably about seventh or eighth grade, just tossing a football back and forth. And I thought I'd try to uh, catch it with my left hand, and I'm right-handed, thinking I'd be ambidextrous, and the ball hit my left hand, and it broke my pinky finger in two places just by tossing it. So, Nick, you bring that up. My second dumbest injury also involved a football. I was was playing football. I had a cul-de-sac in front of the home I grew up in, and I was playing football on a a Halloween, a Halloween evening. It was a little bit cool, but with a bunch of my buddies before we went, uh, this was also junior high, before we went trick-or-treating, and I was wearing a, uh, like a cape. And so I didn't, and it was, it had like a strap over the shoulder, so I didn't have the most range of motion. So I went to catch a football that was like to the upper left of my head, and I couldn't get my arm all the way up, so it hit my ring finger on my left hand and uh, broke my finger uh, just playing catch because I had a restrictive Halloween costume on. Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> well, guys, I, all you can say I definitely that. appreciate I definitely appreciate you all taking my call. I do not know what the question was, but I feel like it had something to do with the Jets. And I just want to go on the record. I'm a Rams fan. I've been a Rams fan since I was 10, a Titans Rams fan. And, yes, the Jets do become a better team. But is it worth someone that doesn't – that I don't even think he wants to play football. It doesn't seem like that. It seems like he just wants to be on the front page of the New York Times and then that's it. Get training camp and whatsoever. If I was to just, and I mean, I don't know, Lamar Jackson, get him for 200 mil, 230, and just go go the other way. I mean, I don't understand what the big deal is. Aaron Rodgers is a great player, but again, just like our, our missus said, back-to-back MVPs, what else did he do besides that? No, Didn't do anything to my book. He's a great regular season quarterback, but what matters is what happens whenever you get your team to the postseason. Nick, I think that's all well said, and appreciate the call, buddy. Appreciate the call. Uh, I think that's extremely well said, and I, I do think that that why wouldn't the Jets at least explore the thought of Lamar Jackson, right? Right. Well, why not? I mean, of course, why not? And wouldn't it give you pause, Jeanette? Like, if there was, if there was every two months or so, right? I sat back and I told you, uh, Jeanette, I don't know if I'm going to come back in next week and do this radio show. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like it. But I come back. But then I do it again in two weeks. I'm like, I don't know. Like, what am I doing? Like, I got a lot of things going on. Do I want to do this radio? But then I come back and we have a, a couple of good shows. And then I do it again in two weeks. Ah, oh, my kids are driving me crazy. And I just, ah, oh, I feel so overworked. Wouldn't you at some point be like, I, I don't know what's going on. This is completely ragged. This guy can't make up his mind. I don't know if I want to be a part of this anymore. Wouldn't that cross your mind? No, because I'd flip the table. I'd be like, it's Stone and I's show now. You are our <laughs> guest. Uh, uh, Whatever. That's... Let us know when you can come on. <laughs> that's where, okay, my analogy backfired. What I was trying to say, getting <laughs> no help from my co-host, is that the fact that the last three years Aaron Rodgers has threatened to retire, and now you're about to give potentially multiple first-round picks for him, that is really risky if you're the New York Jets. 888 Thanks, Jeanette. 888 <laughs> 888-760-3776. Uh, where do the Jets rank in the AFC with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback? 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach.
You are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 1063. Bill tweets in, it's the Chiefs, then the Bengals, then the Jets. If Aaron Rodgers is Jets quarterback. Talk to him, Bill. I mean, that's insane. That's bizarre. That is it. But this is what I'm talking about. The self-inflated view from (laughs) Jets fans of what they think they are are so similar to what Knicks fans think they are. What is with you people? What is with you New York people? You New York fans. Like I said, like I said earlier, we're blue collar. You know, we've uh, been been at this for a long time. Like it's just something that comes with wearing the green. Would you stop it? There's no we when talking New York fans with you. Stop it. You're just a fan of athletes, and you know it drives me crazy. Mediocre that you're a fan of athletes. athletes. Mediocre. Well, athletes. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is not mediocre. No, it's just no. But what it is? But Stone's a bandwagon jumper, a bandwagon athlete jumper. Jim. Yes, That's for sure. One. For sure. Oh, Aaron Rodgers and LeBron James. My God, way to go out on a limb. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to waste my time with all the other ones. I know what I get <laughs> with, when with I'm all invested. those mid athletes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you know? just go right for the superstars. Yeah, like the Baker Mayfields, the Carson Wentz. <laughs> That's you know? a good yeah, call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that is weird. You love Aaron Rodgers, but you also love every mediocre quarterback or That's below average quarterback. Exactly. In the NFL. Love that for you, Stone. Stone I appreciate you it. Are, you are fascinating. Um, uh, where where do where does Aaron Rodgers? Make the, where does Aaron Rodgers put the Jets? In the AFC Pantheon, in their power rankings, where do the Jets fit into that discussion if Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. In West Palm, it is Jared on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Jared. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I've been listening to the station since 2015, and uh, this is probably the wrongest you've been. I mean, the dude was an MVP two for twice just within the last three years. I'm a Vikings fan, okay? Uh-huh. I don't trust Rodgers in big games, okay? And the logo is going to, you know, it's going to mess up somehow. But they're going to win 12, 13 games, and they're going to be a top five seed in the AFC. It's just what's going to happen. But they're not going to make any noise in the playoffs or Super Bowl. All right, well, I mean, you now, now, Jared. Let's um, let's just chat for a second. You said I was. This is the wrong. Now, trust me, I've been wrong a lot. I mean, a ton I, I, in I, seven I know years. That's a huge statement. <laughs> I, I, you're you're telling me something that happens to be about twenty five times a day. Okay, so but what what you're saying <laughs> with Aaron Rodgers is actually not that far off from what I've said the Jets are with Aaron Rodgers. Like, I put a couple more teams in front of them. I do admit that makes them a playoff team. They are going to get into the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. I just don't think that it makes them a Super Bowl or bust. And you can't tell me, Jared, that you're not going to have it blown into your face over and over and over again by ESPN, by FS1, by people even on this radio station. The Jets are Super no. Bowl contenders. You know you're going to hear a ton of that, and that's not the case. I'm ashamed I even called to talk about it. <laughs> Jared, Jared, do not feel shame, Jared. Did, sh- Jared, don't feel shame. We appreciate you calling. Thank you, and we appreciate you. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. <laughs> All right, Jared, appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> uh, All right, have a good-
All right, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Jeanette, when I brought up with Dr. Ross that hypothetical mm-hmm. of you going to the World Baseball Classic on Saturday yeah. and you uh, you getting all loud for the Dominican Republic and doing your whole speaking Spanish in a loud manner mm-hmm. and you're high-fiving people and you're hugging people and doing what Dominicans do. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, depending it, who it is, maybe. It, uh, yeah, maybe. Or just a, a nice little cheek kiss, a uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 welcome, uh, bienvenido. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. But you take a bad step on a stair, mm-hmm. uh, not paying attention. You sprain your ankle. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you treat that? And Dr. Ross said, oh, the rice treatment, rest, ice, compression, elevation. The rice treatment, um, I actually was pretty much bringing up something that actually absolutely did happen to you. Yeah, you know, it's a beautiful flashback of a fantastic time in my life in the middle of grad <laughs> school. I uh-huh. went to a music festival. It's called Tomorrow Tomorrow World. It was held in Atlanta. It was one of those camping music festivals for yeah, three days right. straight. By the way, how grimy and gross are those? Uh, not bad. You okay. kind of don't realize it. You know, you deal with it. You like you're like, "Oh, I haven't Take, oh, I haven't taken a shower in three days. It just happens. <laughs> I'm hairy. Oh. There's so much going on between the music <laughs> and the people and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe if I were sober, I would have noticed, oh, but I wasn't. God. Does it stink? <laughs> I did not smell a thing because maybe I was the problem and all my friends and I, we stunk together and we hung out. It was great. Everybody okay. stinks Respect. together. Respect, ultimately. Thank you. <sighs> so uh, there was one, you know, we all, I've, I have a deep affinity for uh, Diplo. The mm-hmm. DJ, music yeah. producer, and whatnot, and this sure. is when his career was at a height, like, like his peak. Like, well, he's still peaking, but this is when he he just got an al- uh got off an album with so Major he's like Laser skyrocketing, Tim. super, super popular at this time, yeah. and he was a headliner. And right before that was Dylan Francis, another popular DJ. Um, but all of that to say, I went to the Diplo, I got front row, I got on the stage, I did the twerk wall. If you don't know what that is, Google they it. They do. I think twerk wall pretty much explains right. it. Yeah. Uh, it's a wall of twerking asses. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I did that, and then I went back down to front row. It was like right before, like like right in front of the rafters where the DJ can steal you, but you're still in front of all the presents. Mm-hmm. And so I was jumping up and down, having a great time, not sober on a couple things, and <laughs> a water bottle fell under my feet while I was jumping, and I fell hard to the point where I could barely stand up. But am I going to care about my health or am I going to continue enjoying this fantastic VIP moment with Diplo here in Tomorrow World that I paid a bunch of money to do? Wait, so I get the, I'm having like a a, a visual here, Stone, where you know how in- Of the wall of twerking asses? Well, well- (laughs) That's one of the mental oh, visions oh, that I'm having, oh, yes. Oh. Um, that's one of them. But but you know how in, in, in movies, in football movies especially, a guy gets injured and they're gritting their teeth. Oh, yeah. They're putting themselves in the, the, the strong mindset where they have to go out there and do it for their team. Some memories they have to come back sacrifice. and have a flashback. Exactly. Um, they, they have to the sacrifice for the common good. Jeanette having that same thing after tripping on a water <laughs> bottle. Her getting up saying, I can't, I can't be the weak spot in the wall of Don't Stop. Asses. Don't, don't stop. Don't stop <laughs> shaking your ass. Don't stop twerking. Like Jeanette doing that. Like, oh, I'm going to do it but for I, my for my sisterhood. And it's, it literally is a sisterhood because all, all us <laughs> VIP girls, we like pull each other up and we're uh, having a great like, time. And we want to make sure the girls next to us are having ooh. a good time too. You think Cardi would stop right now? No. No. <laughs> no. no. Cardi, Cardi would keep going. 
Cardi wasn't in the picture. I was before Cardi at that moment. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. I don't know who was. You know that that top tier twerker at the time. But yeah, no. But for, if, you, if we want to be currently, yeah, Cardi is a great sure. example. Megan Thee Stallion. Oh yeah. As well. Absolutely. So um, I didn't feel anything. So I kept going. And then when I sobered up the next morning, I, they were like, go to the medical tent. And I did. And they're like, well, we have to put you in a boot. You're going to experience some pain. And I was like, bet. They didn't give me any medicine because my priority was drinking over the medicine. And I drank so much that I didn't feel any pain. Nice. And then I came back. Uh, the doctors did tell me to do that rice method. Completely ignored mm-hmm. him that Dr. Ross suggested. Completely ignored it. I was in a boot for the whole month. My foot is still fractured. If you touch it, oh my there's God. like the bone. It didn't heal right. So you've got like a spaghetti ankle. Yeah, because of that diplo and ass moment. What in the hell? You do not take care of yourself. That, by the way, when you walked in, did the doctor go, what's that smell? <laughs> no, no, you nasties. <laughs> Girl, you nasty. You and, ratchet. And, and, uh, you, uh, last night, doctor, you, that's why I'm here. You ratchet, girl. Take this boot. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. She's Jeanette Javier. She's the reason her ankle is made of a popsicle stick. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063.